everybody. It's your old pal Gabe here. Um here with Bitchin' Bird and Birch. Hello. Uh tonight's podcast is brought to you by LoneStarbuttons.com. Lone Star Buttons uh can create your custom buttons in different sizes and shapes. Uh they also do bottle openers, mirrors, and magnets. Uh, it's a great way to promote any project, business, or otherwise. Anything you need to promote. People love buttons, and uh, he can do them. Uh, just get in touch by email at info at LoneStarButtons.com, or you can call the owner, Adam Stimpy Jones, at 281-798-1996. Use the coupon code, I want to suck on those hairy tits, and get some buttons thrown in for free. Are we going to get canceled? Because Are we going to get canceled? Why? I don't know. Is that too... Uh, heteroerotic <laughs> uh, I, I don't i don't think that there's anything wrong with that i mean too much testosterone with hairy tits what's wrong with that i don't I mean, know some I people mean... are into that some that's some people's kink you know and you know what who are we to shame them yeah you know if, if anything we're being more inclusive because that's that's like an irregular body type right yeah it's uh it's uh you know some we're... people like to floss their teeth on a man's chest here yeah i mean there before the grace of god go i right <laughs> i don't know <laughs> Uh, I don't know exactly also, what that means. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> we're also brought to you by Jessica Dieter, agent of insurance. Do you have home, auto, flood, or renter's insurance? Do you need those things? Probably so. Fuck no, I'm crazy. <laughs> I'm willing to risk it all. Uh, <laughs> I'm a gambling man. You know, for a, for a minimal price, you can... Protect all of your worldly possessions and belongings. Uh, just give her a call at 281-607-5263. She is licensed in the state of Texas. So if, Suck, you're, Utah. if you're located elsewhere, you know, it's going to burn and you're going to be penniless. Uh, maybe not. I don't know. Um, we're also brought to you by Destro's Treasure. Uh, if you're looking to get someone a gift... Why not go on to Etsy.com slash shop slash Destro's Treasure mm -hmm. and get them something they can truly appreciate for years to come. Uh, that's D-E-S-T-R-O Treasure. You won't be disappointed. And if you are, fuck you. <laughs> uh, punch yourself in the face. Uh, <laughs> coming to you free recorded live from Atomic Age Studio A in beautiful Pasadena, Texas. It's the Revenge of the World podcast with your friends Gabe Dieter and Brennan Birch. Hey everybody, thanks for listening to Revenge of the World episode 163. Holy shit, we're here. Got it right. Uh, we might have skipped last week's episode. You know, shit happens. Yeah. I actually uh, had someone check in on me because they thought I was dead. <laughs> <laughs> really? They were like, hey, you were supposed to send me a, a design and uh, I didn't hear this week's podcast. What? Are you okay? <laughs> It's <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, sorry, I fell asleep. Um, so well, that's sweet that they thought about the show. Yeah. Hey, pretty, pretty nice. Yeah, that's uh, nice. Doing some good in the world. Brennan. Yeah. We're living in interesting times. We most certainly are. Yes. Hey. Uh. Just by the way, did you hear the intro music at all? I did not. No. Ooh. So you get extra points for knowing what's going on without actually being here. Yeah, dude. I'm straight like Helen Kellering my my way to these shows. 
Yeah, uh, Brennan's on the phone today because we have a construction project going on in the house, and everything's fucked. Yeah, uh, so probably building that sex dungeon, aren't you? Yeah, we are, and uh, you know, through bolts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's up, man? Wow. Oh man, yeah, feels it's, like it's, a lot's happened. <laughs> yeah, it feels like a whole year has happened in the last week. <laughs> yeah, there's just been a lot going on. Um, I don't know. We did some more work on the DIY spot, and that was pretty eventful, actually. Uh, because I don't know if you've ever poured concrete. But you know what doesn't work whenever you pour concrete? When a torrential downpour comes on right on top of your project that you've been working on all day. And you didn't bring any tarps. <laughs> no, there were no tarps. Uh, yeah, like, <laughs> like we're, we're, we're out there and like... That's going to be hilarious when somebody tries to skate on it and it just flakes off like sourdough bread. <laughs> uh, like, well, the, the good thing is that we do have somebody helping us that knows what they're doing now. So that's kind of cool. But uh, yeah, we were just out there and, you know, we're pouring, we're working, kind of shoveling concrete, drinking beer, listening to Slayer like we do. And like, I start feeling sprinkles. I kind of put my hand out. I'm like, uh oh, here it comes. And the guy that's kind of like, that started this project, uh, it's a dude named Ben. He's like an Air Force weather guy. Like he, he, you know, was in the military and, you know, he predicted the weather for military operations. Well, I thought you said Air Force leather guy. I was like, oh man, I don't know if <laughs> yeah. he wants, that. I don't know if he wants that out, bro. <laughs> total tom of finland drawing this guy is no <laughs> nice. but uh he's like a weather guy and he's like oh no man you know uh i saw the weather report or whatever and then they said well, they said this blah 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 and then somebody said something about well you know i saw this other weather report and you know it said it was going to come down on us he's like oh those people that get paid for it you know they're just trying to get a paycheck you know they're bullshit and whatever i know where to get it you know <laughs> <laughs> two hours later we're like we've been shoveling concrete like with with shovels like we, we didn't have a mixer we don't have any equipment out there yeah. we're doing this like you know caveman style basically and you know we've been working all day on this like 16 foot long hump that's about three feet tall damn and i mean most of it's like you know rock and sand and beer cans underneath it but <laughs> <laughs> like but Do you, you even know, own a uh, a tamper <laughs> <laughs> So like yeah we're do like do you we're, like that's a legit question are you tamping do I want a what a tamper like to tamp the the ground uh, it's like a no. handle a pole and like this uh heavy square thing that no, you we're we are not professional you jam into the ground oh man okay no. so right. like we I mean it, it's it's this is like all just a lot of rubble and just crap that we've put together to build this I'm house. super curious <laughs> I am super curious okay about about what just like you know in my head it, it it's like uh post-apocalypse uh barter town it kind of area. is <laughs> like, like skaters on this, like, like rusted uh pipes and shit i don't know yeah it, it's like it, it, it's pretty sketchy it's it's like it's like a fat albert built a skate park <laughs> <laughs> without his crew he just by himself just by himself yeah wow so yeah like we were, we were working all day it's like really super hot and you know finally the rain comes down and just like like this is like south american jungle rain you know yeah. <laughs> just sits wow. on top of us and just it's getting really really bad and like i stood there and i waited for about 40 minutes because like everybody was kind of like gonna hang out for a minute and see what happened meanwhile we're like you know hustling trying to cover these bags of concrete that are just out in the middle of this slab so we have we had a little piece of plastic and like a piece of wood from a template that we were able to protect some of our concrete with which is good yeah but uh yeah we're just watching hours and hours and hours of work just disappear yeah <laughs> like, wow. it was just it just got ruined man that sucks. but 
you know, like I said, luckily we have a guy that has actually worked on like professional skate parks before. Yeah. Like he, he uh worked for like the grind line crew and stuff, the people that built the park downtown and all that. And he's helping us out now. He's kind of making us a, like a form so that we can fix that. Everything's broken now. Hmm. But yeah, that, did a lot of that. That's been, you know, kind of taking up a lot of my spare time. I'm going to you know, have free time or whatever. Uh, That's cool. Gosh. Yeah. It, but like, and it's like kind of like relit my whole fire for skating, which has been awesome. Like this past weekend, I celebrated 26 years of skating. Yeah. I saw your, <laughs> your uh, semi mushy post on uh, Facebook. <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean, pretty cool, man. That's that's like something like skate stuff. Like it's really important to me. <laughs> like I can totally like get like choked up talking about. It. Like that's like the only thing. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's like I don't know. Yeah, like I, I just I went and I skated all day, and you know I skated the new like, the DIY that we're building, and you know the stuff that's still good is really good. Like we're doing good work. It's really fun and it's rewarding. You know. That's cool. So you know, yeah, that's that's kind of been my big thing. I mean. Plus some other stuff that I'm going to talk about during Murder and Mayhem, but yeah, yeah, we'll get to that for sure. Yeah. Um, so what have you been up to, Gabe? Well, <laughs> uh, do you want to hear what? What do you want to do first, serious or funny? Uh, let's start with serious. Let's just okay. Uh, uh, oh, okay. I've been I've been going over this in my mind. Like, how do I even approach this? Um, okay. Uh, I got a little. I don't know if I should even, uh, you know, <laughs> we, there's this person in my life <laughs> that revealed to another person in my life that that person hates white people and never has liked white people. Okay. Um, that person is black, mixed, uh, black and Hispanic. <clears throat> uh, the other person said, you know, Gabe's half white, right? And, uh, got offended and you know told me about it and you know i'll take the hit you know it kind of upset me because you know i feel you know like that person is my buddy you know yeah uh but when that person found out i was half white i don't know what the deal was around that but um it's just kind of deflating you know yeah Uh, that's that's interesting like but you know that person's mad i understand i'll take the hit but but it still hurts I don't, I don't hurts, understand you know? like why they're mad at you because i'm white because that's I have it white blood in me <laughs> yes so that person's a, a racist right <laughs> i mean technically yes uh it's just a bummer man like yeah and i understand i understand i completely understand it right. just bums me out and it hurts my feelings and yeah. that's exactly what you know black people go through uh well i think a lot of people are kind of like well, first of all, I think tensions are really high right now for everyone. Yeah. And, you know, I I don't know. It, it, it's a, it's like, God, where was I going with this? Um, As a white guy, Brennan, 100% white. Yeah. How do you feel about things? I mean, I... And how does it feel to be hated how does by it feel some people, hated? you know? I mean, yeah, people are going to hate me. And I don't feel like I necessarily have much of a right to get too hurt about that. Because I, I mean, I'll never really understand where they're coming from because I haven't been on that side of it for real. Yeah. But I mean, I, I empathize with that, you know, and I would hope that, you know, maybe that person would, you know, maybe kind of reevaluate what's in their heart, especially knowing that they've been friends with you for, you know, so long or whatever. And then, I don't know, maybe something positive can come out of that. I don't know. But that's, it's, it's, it's complicated, man. <laughs> 
It is. But I mean, it's complicated. But I mean, uh, it's it's and, very strange that like a person would, you know, just flip like a switch like that, though, you know? Well, this was last week, you know? And it, yeah. it, uh, that person was very angry and hurt by everything happening. And, you know. Which, yeah, that's completely understandable. Yeah. Uh, and I haven't really talked about it to anybody. Uh, yeah. It's just kind of. And I don't want to be like, oh, boo-hoo, you know, for me. But, yeah, uh, you know, it just hurts. Because, you know, we know each other. Yeah. And uh, well, I don't know where to go from here. <laughs> Hopefully that person, uh, yeah. you know, forgives what I am in my blood. <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> And I, I, uh, I, just sees me for who I am. And uh, I've never been anything but a sweetheart to that person. And that person to me, you know. Yeah. That, and, that, you know, that, that's that's really strange. But I don't know. It's, it's just like, you know, one thing that white people are going to fa- have to face right now is we're going to have to have a lot of fucked up conversations in the future, you know? It's going to be hard. Yeah. It's going to suck. And we're going to lose friends and, you know. But, I mean, I, I don't feel like you're in the wrong on this at, at all. No, know? how can it be? I'm just yeah, you're, a human like being nothing, existing yeah. in the world. And, like, I, that, I pers- that, that person no found control. out something about your identity and then turned on you. That's That's messed up on their side, you know? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, the you know if this is a person that you want to keep in your life you know a conversation is going to have to be had but of course yeah and you know i'm not even going to approach the subject until everything's somewhat civil again you know and honestly i feel like it's kind of their responsibility on this at this point (laughs) i mean just you know just in a situation of role reversal you know i don't know i would hope yeah yeah i mean i hope but i I mean yeah you know i mean you, you can't guarantee that and that sucks but you know yeah Anyway, I mean, I'm I'm nervous about a shitty conversation I'm gonna have to have with a family member this week, maybe. So, really? you know, yeah, oh, that sucks. I don't know, but it it could go well. I don't know. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. On the other hand, yeah, <laughs> I went uh I went uh around town with Ed the plumber yesterday. Oh yeah, how's he doing? He's doing good. Good. Uh, it was it was a boys' shopping day, I guess. <laughs> we had breakfast, and uh, it turned into. You, you want to go somewhere? And I was like, fuck yeah. Oh, cool. So we went to uh, the old stomping ground, uh, Dimension Comics. All right. Yes. And uh, blew his mind. Every every room we went into, I stood in front of the doorway and I was like, hey, man, turn around. Go back. You're you're not ready for this. <laughs> <laughs> it's like an ongoing thing. Yeah. Uh, it was fun. But the downside was I only brought my sunglasses, my prescription yeah. sunglasses. So everything he was showing me, I was like, dude, I can't fucking see right now. It was like <laughs> bumming me out because everything, sucks. every cool thing he was showing me, I was like, is that a, is that an Eskimo and a penguin? It's like so <laughs> fucking blurry. I could barely make out basic shapes. Oh no. Oh well. I'm getting old, man. Yeah. I had to go fetch my specs to do the show today. So I know that's what, uh, that's what reminded me of that. Yeah. It's kind of, uh, I don't know. it's kind of weird. Like. Cause I'm always wearing my glasses and at breakfast I, I took my shades off so I could, you know, be normal. <laughs> and yeah. I was like, I'm looking at this guy looking at me and I'm like, dude, ah, I'm, I must look pretty weird without glasses <laughs> on. Probably look like a fucking serial killer yeah, or a white supremacist. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Um, you know, this whole thing brought up, uh, uh, a weird, like my, uh, memories of me, Going to my landlord's house to drop off rent, uh-huh. uh, knocked on the door, rang the doorbell, 
just ended up throwing the the envelope through the mail slot yeah. left got a call from him saying hey did you just drop off uh rent and i was like yeah and he said oh uh my my daughter got scared she said some big mexican man was knocking on the door <laughs> jeez yeah i was like oh okay well all right <laughs> can't control how you raise your daughter uh, uh i mean it's I technically know. true but i was just giving you money <laughs> yeah 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 but you know being being a uh, half white and half hispanic it's uh you know most most mexican people look at me like i'm white and most white people look at me like i'm hispanic yeah so it's kind of a weird uh it's a weird dynamic mm-hmm. that i've had to deal with being an uh, i don't know a teenager i guess yeah just being pale <laughs> yeah <laughs> being the pale guy uh i don't know i wonder i wonder what other people have to go through like that you know mm-hmm. yeah it's just interesting it's yeah. an interesting time to have to think about stuff like that yeah i think a lot of people are having to like really evaluate a lot of things that maybe they didn't have to before you know i don't yeah. think that's a bad thing in some ways no i don't think yeah. so um anyway how about yeah it's about time to do some shout outs you know what? I really enjoy doing shout outs. How many episodes is this? Like three, two or three that we've done this? Yeah. And you don't know <laughs> who listens to our show. And yeah, really, I, I don't have access to any of that stuff. So. And really, I, I only piece it together because I look at, you know, our statistics and, and uh, who interacts with us on uh, Instagram and facebook yeah so uh and i know i'm leaving a lot of people out but we'll we'll come up with something sooner or later but we appreciate everybody that listens if you uh if you want to shout out just uh interact with us somehow and we'll we'll give you a little shout out uh the first name's fucking weird i don't know what country this is from but uh revuelta gitana shout out to you uh shout out to pedro rivas opal jean uh tracy and scotty in arkansas Rod Quinn, Kevin Wilson, Uzi, Mike Todd, Stephen and Crystal Matuskevich, uh, Jess and Jose Tapia, and Randy Warden. Friend of the show! Friends friends of the show. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> pretty much everybody. Some of them are guests, but they all yeah. listen, so that's pretty cool. Uh, you ready for some news? I don't know. Are you? Are you? I'm ready, dude. Let's do this. Let's do it. We all know what time it is. It's time for the news with Gabriel Dieter and friends. Okay. All right. Let's see. Trump just threatened to use the U.S. military against Americans. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's fair. That's not fair play, bro. No, no. <laughs> I love saying bro when I talk about Trump. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, it's not fair to them. They have to follow the Geneva Conventions, and all those protesters are going to throw firebombs at them. <laughs> I don't know, man. Do they? It's not even legal to use the military against uh citizens it absolutely is not at all <laughs> it's uh it's called the so you know this is yeah. this is uh this is not good this yeah. is uh so let's just read the article the uh, evolution is real <laughs> it, it most certainly is uh and you know we have the orange orangutan from planet of the apes as a president right now. yeah um 
Okay, so President Trump vowed to use the U.S. military to quash the deadly riots that have shaken the country in widespread protests against police violence. <laughs> Just that first statement, I'm like, <laughs> Vice? Is that you? Is that really you? This is from Vice.com. Yeah. Uh, that was kind of a weird opening, you know? Yeah, but uh, here we are. Uh, Trump is deploying uh, is already deploying thousands of soldiers to American cities around the country, he said, and will command them to stop riots in places where mayors and governors fail to stop civil unrest by themselves, Trump said in a Rose Garden address at the White House on Monday evening. Uh, this is a quote. As we speak, I am dispatching thousands and thousands of heavily armed soldiers, <laughs> military personnel, and law enforcement officers to stop the rioting, looting, vandalism, assaults, and the wanton destruction of property, Trump said. Uh, we are ending the riots and lawlessness that are spreading throughout our country. We will end it now. Have you oh, tried not oh, starting it? it? Oh, I, I get what he's saying. He's going to send in the military to uh, arrest all the white supremacist police. <laughs> yeah. that Because that's who's fucking instigating the riots yes and, and we're gonna I, get to that yeah we're gonna get to that show. in a number of ways yeah this is like this guy is such a moron he's so stupid like, yeah he is painfully stupid <laughs> why would you send people whose entire job is to enact violence on people into a situation to stop violence well there's violence and then there's killing in war you know that's completely different and i hope i hope he sends in the National Guard, who can be easily defeated by oh my god, I MS thirteen. <laughs> well, the thing about the guard though is like they're all like stupid fat pussies, and they don't know what they're doing. Brennan, <laughs> that's that's derogatory towards fat pussies everywhere. Okay, sorry, but <laughs> like they're... we're gonna have to cut that and uh, splice in something else, like well, a like, milk like... fart or something. I don't know. But I mean, they're the guard are like the most useless people. Like whenever you see like those pictures of like you know the super overweight guys with like the you know three X body armor and you know they're just like getting winded standing there holding their M4. Yeah, that's the guard. Yeah, and they're the least capable group of people you could possibly send into this situation. They're only good to make things worse, as they always do. Yeah. The guard are the most useless people in the military. They should there should not be a guard, actually, in my opinion. Because those are the people that get killed in wars. Yeah. You know? They're sent in to raise the body count to yeah, the, it, it's, it's, incur sympathy with the public. Yeah. And it, it's just it's just really, you know, really, really psychotically irresponsible to send these people into this situation. Because they're going to get people killed, you know? But I think Trump was talking about the army, right? Yeah. And that's who I'm talking about as well. <laughs> Whoa. Shots fired. Uh... Like, anybody that joins the National Guard is worthless in any military capacity. Yeah. And they, sh like, they shouldn't exist. Yeah. And, I don't know. It just seems like, in a situation that's already really dicey, in a situation where, you know, violence can be tipped off at the top of a mis at the top of a hat, just a any miscommunication can make the situations way more worse, like, way worse and way more dangerous, sending incapable people into that situation is a really bad idea. Yeah. Well, they're not, they're not trained for this kind of stuff. I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm reminded of, uh, Kent State, you know? Like that's you who want... killed people. Exactly. That's who killed <laughs> I know. people at Kent State was yeah. the guard. Yep. Uh, so Trump's, pan Trump's plan involves invoking a two-century-old law known as the Insurrection Act, which allows the president to deploy troops inside the country. So does anybody understand what insurrection means? <laughs> it means, like, de a decapitation of leadership, right? Right. 
by either a terrorist organization in the country or a foreign entity. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in which case, you're not sending the, mil- the military against its own citizens. Right. Um, like the idea being that it would be like, you know, okay, well, the president's dead. So we have to protect these people because we're losing a war. That would be like why well, this would be, or or foreign entities are are creating anarchy. You know, right? Which is interesting, man, because right before he made this announcement, he made a call to Russia, mm-hmm. and I'm wondering. I mean, immediately my conspiracy mind was like imagining Trump asking Putin, "Hey, uh, are you are you stoking the fires of anarchy in my country?" You know, and and, uh, Putin said, saying something like, you know, this isn't, you know, yeah, that's ridiculous. (laughs) Mm. I don't know. Uh, There's a lot of hinky shit going on with this whole situation. And it's it's going to be it's going to be really interesting to see what the heavy hitter conspiracy theorists are going to come up with Uh, a lot of what. And I know I I bring this guy up too much. uh, William Cooper? Yeah. So, uh, one of the, you know, William Cooper said a, a lot of, a lot of, you know, stuff that was dead on, you know, shit's coming true. Right. With a lot of what he said. But one of the more interesting things he said was don't believe anybody. May, do your own research and come up with your own conclusions. Mm. And I think a lot of the conspiracy theories that are coming out today are based on what's online and i think they feed into each other yeah and they're not being they think that watching a youtube video is research yeah they're not being informed by genu- they're not... genuine uh research you know their yeah. own research it's... they're not amassing sources and piecing it together on their own but what i think is because you know if you're coming up with a theory that's a very loose term you know that's basically saying you know try to you know, work your imagination around what what information you can find out. You know, right. and that's exactly what I do when I when I think about stuff. But you know, hopefully, people that are researching this are researching it thoroughly. You know, because yeah. even I was watching uh, Anderson Cooper uh, a couple days ago addressing <laughs> some of the stuff, and I'm like, you know, this guy's a fucking fraud in the in the deepest meaning of the word. But, oh, absolutely. But even people trying to manipulate you are manipulating you with the truth told in a certain way, you know? Right. So it's all going to be good information until you start lying, you know, where right. the facts aren't adding up. So I don't know, just kind of going off on a tangent, but, uh, you know, this uh, Trump using the military is has been talked about since fucking bush one was in president uh, was the president you know like right you know he started all this fucking new world order bullshit yeah so everybody should be suspicious about what trump's doing and uh what could come up you know uh, unintended consequences <laughs> from his uh you know badly advised decisions mm-hmm. that's all that's all i wanted to say what else we got Okay, let's see. Uh, oh, this this rides piggyback to that last that last yeah. uh, article because there's this thing called the Posse Comitatus Act, and uh, right. basically that act that was uh, passed in 1878. I think that's almost as old as the uh, 
what, what do they call it? The uh, Insurrection Act? <laughs> well, the Insurrection Act was, uh, that's like kind of after the Revolutionary War, I think. Yeah. Like War of 1812, maybe? No. So the Posse Comitatus Act uh, actually protects people from being moved upon by the U.S. military. Right. So they're kind of at odds with each other. Um, and I think, you know, under these circumstances, uh, using weapons of war against your own people is way is overkill, you know? Yeah, for sure. And it's going against the Posse Comitatus Act. So, you know, if... Here's what I want to know. Yeah. And all these, like, proclamations of, you know, I'm going to deploy the military, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. Where the fuck is Congress? They're not doing shit, man. They're not doing anything i mean uh, oh, they wait, can't no, even, no, I, I they can't they even did, pass they, another they, stimulus check they, man. they did kneel down in a uh, prayer in like some african cloth today yeah that's they, they did that up. today yeah <laughs> but, man if if you still believe in your own government at this point you are fucking i'm sorry to say this term because i know there's parents out there that would gasp but you're fucking retarded yeah if you believe in your own government at this point has any intention Hello? of protecting you yeah you're fucking retarded. And I'm using that as an expletive, not, <laughs> not, not an actual representation of who you are as yeah. a person. <laughs> you are fucking yeah, the, dumb. <laughs> and like, that's what's so terrifying. Like, you know, especially with like, you know, the elections coming up and stuff. Like, but are they though? It's going to happen, I think. I think it'll happen. If it doesn't, shit's going to get real crazy. Like, yeah. shit's going to get booked. Yeah. But. It just it, it saddens me that like like the Democratic Party had a chance to have Bernie Sanders. Like <laughs> it was right there. And like he would have been so the guy right now. <laughs> like <laughs> Woody and, I don't know. Absolutely. Man. I don't know. You know, I've I had high hopes for that guy, but it really seems like he's bought into the system right now. Because he's at the end of his, his career and he's probably making a cash grab like anybody else would in that situation i don't know man i i, I think that given the choice between who we ended up with and <laughs> who they could have had you know i mean like what is what's the difference really at this point like a lot of the problems that we're having right now with like you know uh what was it like the the tough on crime bill and stuff like all the stuff that like is militarized the police in the first place yeah came from joe biden you know <laughs> like yeah, and the Clintons. Yeah, I mean, so, like, I mean, he's backed all of the shit that has made this country what it is today, and the reason that we're in this situation, the reason that we're in the streets right now, you know, it's his fault. And that's the left alternative, <laughs> you know? Like, yeah. <sighs> I mean, like, I don't know. I, I, It's just incredibly frustrating. Why did we get this shitty alternative universe? Why couldn't we get the good one? <laughs> I don't know, man. Uh, <sighs> I need to find a portal somewhere. <laughs> anyway, let's move on. Uh, let's see. Oh, friend of the show, Tom Cotton again. This fucking asshole. Tom Cotton? What story yeah. are you on? Oh, okay, here we go. Yeah. Uh, Republican center co senator called for no-quarter military response to looters. <clears throat> Lawyers note that that's a war crime. Hey, remember how, like, four months ago I was telling you, hey, we need to start watching out for Tom Cotton? Yes, you did. Very <laughs> here he comes. Very good. Uh, <laughs> senator Tom Cotton. Can you read this? I, I can't speak right now. 
Senator Tom Cotton, a Republican from Arkansas, on Monday called for the U.S. military to give no quarter to those who engage in theft and property destruction amid demonstrations against police brutality and the Minneapolis Police Department's alleged murder of George alleged murder of uh, George Floyd. Um, the phrase no quarter began to trend on Twitter after Cotton's tweet was publicized. Several lawyers quickly noted that calls for such uh, use of for uh, such use of force are tantamount to calls for the military to commit war crimes against the American people. Uh, let's see. Anarchy, rioting, and looting in needs to end tonight, Cotton tweeted. If local law enforcement is overwhelmed and needs backup, let's see how how I guess it's supposed to be much, I think. How much these antifa terrorists <laughs> Or how, no, it's supposed to be how tough these Antifa terrorists are when they're facing off with the 101st Airborne Division. We need to have zero tolerance for this destruction. So, first of all... <laughs> hey, Tom, really hey, Tom Cotton, why don't you be the first on the fucking line and see how tough you are against God, anybody? Yeah. Antifa or anybody? Yeah. Because I guarantee... A skinny little bitch. Some 60-year-old mm. man can beat your ass. Uh, my stepdad has done, had a double bypass and smokes, you know, three packs a day. He could kick Tom Cotton's ass. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Hey, let's. Uh, if Tom Cotton can ask for the military against, you know, me and you, basically. Yeah. Uh, can we ask for snipers? Uh, to <laughs> maybe do some clandestine work on the on behalf of the American people. <laughs> Can we do that? That's just a question if we can or not. I'm not actually uh, saying it. I'm just asking if we can say it. Are you hearing any helicopters over your over your house? Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, lawandcrime.com. Uh, yeah, so yeah. basically, going. this guy is saying, you know, that... Let's see. Yeah, he, he also he's, tweeted... He's, yeah. oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, and if necessary, the 10th Mountain... 82nd Airborne, 1st Cavalry, 3rd Infantry, whatever it takes to restore order. No quarter for insurrectionists, anarchists, rioters, and looters. Huh. <laughs> well, you know what? That's interesting. Because Tom Cotton works for us, the American people. And him asking for people to be murdered, would, isn't he guilty of insurrection? <laughs> I mean, yeah. You would think so, if there were any sanity in the world at this point. But what is that term called? I mean, that's that's not insurrection, I don't think. But no, he's know. he's 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 advocating murder for American citizens. Is what he's doing. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, no, you know, it, it's so fucked, man. Yeah, it's so fucked. Uh, a no quarter order is a war crime, prohibited even in actual insurrection, since Abraham Lincoln signed the Lieber Code in 1863 such an order is banned by international law and would if carried out be murder under american law mm-hmm. yeah so there you go tom carton tom. advocating advocating murder of american citizens tom cotton so, professional dumbass yep and possible murderer and possible you know 2024 presidential candidate <laughs> why don't you get off your ass tom cotton and come down to fucking whatever town you want to pick and just, uh, why don't you try don't and do something? I think that he should get off his ass and stand on his chair and hang himself. But, oh, that, you know. that's a great idea. I would love to see that guy turn blue. Yeah, definitely. Maybe, uh, some of our police can, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, let's, let's go on to Tornado in Pasadena. This was literally a minute away from my house. It's in the same neighborhood as where I live. 
Okay, I'll, I, I just lost the story, so you go ahead and read it. Uh, Pasadena, bah, 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 bah. Pasadena neighbors think a tornado came through their area. Well, no shit. <laughs> no shit. There's fucking destruction everywhere. You think, uh, what, a little fucking puppy came by and pissed everything away? No. It was a fucking tornado. You think a gust, uh, uh, a small gust of wind can fucking rip carports out of the fucking ground and throw them to their neighbor's house? No. It was a fucking tornado. Yeah. It was fucking destruction, dude. Uh, it was crazy. We went, as soon as we, (laughs) as soon as we found out it happened and the news said, don't, you know, don't go. Don't go be in a looky-loo and drive around, you know, because it, it causes, uh, it's going to cause uh, traffic jams, you know, in a yeah. residential area. That's exactly what we did. Of course, because, <laughs> because Texas. This is my, this is my neighborhood. I don't, you know, yeah. maybe, maybe somebody needs help. <laughs> uh, so me and Jess took off down the street and man, this thing skipped about three blocks oh. and took down trees carports i mean people were like you know their cars were like buried under all this metal yeah it's pretty nuts man like i i've never been so so close to that kind of destruction other than a hurricane you know right and even even in my neighborhood other than flooding and you know that's pretty major but uh nothing like that's ever happened right so it's just kind of a wake-up call and we're uh we're gonna get some uh (laughs) flood insurance (laughs) yeah that's a good hey Trust me, flood insurance is the thing you need. Yeah, it is. <laughs> um, I think it's... Uh, no, I think Windstorm is is uh, pretty standard. But yeah, pretty nuts, man. Yeah, yeah wind, Windstorm only protects your roof. You want to get flood insurance, because otherwise... Yeah. yeah. Otherwise, you got to open your window during a hurricane and say, you're yep. just dumb. <laughs> yep. Nobody wants to do that. Yeah. So we drove by, and of course, you know, there were tons of cars in the street, and it was packed. So it took us a little while to get through. And mm-hmm. uh, it was funny because all the news all the news stations that told you not to drive around were parked around the neighborhood, clogging yeah. up traffic themselves, mm-hmm. trying to get a good shot. But there was too much traffic around. It was just <laughs> weird, man. Yeah. And I, I didn't see anybody, uh, any famous newscasters. Wayne Dolgefino yeah. stayed his ass at home. <laughs> yeah. Did you know his son is like some kind of like alt-right piece of shit now? No. Yeah, he like tried. He tried to run for Houston City Council. Like he's a total fucking trash bull. Wow. Yeah. Strange. Yeah, I forget the guy's name, but yeah, real piece of shit. Don't vote for him. If you see Dolcefino on your ballot, don't vote for him. You know, our highest l- listenership is actually around Houston. Yeah. So, so hopefully hey. that gets out. Yeah. Uh, let's see what else we got. Okay. <laughs> this week in Epstein. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Okay, uh, so a deal has been reached in the Virgin Islands to compensate victims of Jeffrey Epstein. Dude, okay, so there's a newer documentary on Netflix about this, about uh, Epstein. I watched it. Yeah, I've yet to watch it. This is like the third or fourth documentary I've watched on this bullshit. And it's like the others barely scratch the surface of what this guy was all about. Yeah. But on this Netflix doc, they actually talked about him using that as a blackmail scheme. Really? Yes. And that changes the... And, and it was such a minor part of the fucking doc. But, yeah. it, but had they gone into that more, which is, you know, already 100% more than the other docs have done. Right. They could have really started to dig into what the hell was going on, you know? 
uh, because these girls were commenting that there were cameras all over that property. Yeah. There were cameras in the the bathrooms. There were cameras in the massage room. There were they were just everywhere that people went to have sex or whatever. Yeah. There's footage of them with underage girls. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it was just such a minor part of the talk. It was it was it gave you hope, but it was also a little disappointing, you know? Yeah. Because, you know, the more work that's done, hopefully, you know, we'll be able to get into all these sick fucks that he had at yeah. his place, you know? And they yep. actually they actually talked to people that work there, which is interesting too, because you know, the other docs just talk to the victims, you know? Right. And I'm not I'm not trying to, to say that that's nothing, but Yeah, I mean like it's really it's, it's, it's an interesting it's another perspective that like nobody has at this point, you know. Yeah. And there's there's more there's more surrounding it than just yeah. the victims. <clears throat> Okay, so here's a story. Uh, the estate of Jeffrey Epstein and the Attorney General of the U.S. Virgin Islands announced Friday that they had uh, reached a tentative agreement on a long-delayed compensation fund for sexual abuse victims of the disgraced financier. Um, executors of Epstein's estate, two of his longtime lawyers, had proposed last November the creation of a fund to pay victims who might want to remain unidentified. But Attorney General Denise George thwarted those plans, raising concerns that the estate might come might be uh, closing off avenues of redress Epstein's victims. In January, she filed a, a civil enforcement action, later labeling the estate a criminal enterprise, and slapped liens on the late estate, late Epstein's properties, rationing, uh, rationing up pressure by making it hard to pay employees and bills. Uh, yeah, this is just kind of like legal stuff about how they were able to do it. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, I guess it's good that they're you know getting compensated at least it's something. It's 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 like not even a drop in the bucket of what needs to happen with this dude. But well. Wasn't his uh wasn't his net net worth estimated at like five hundred million? Something like that, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean it was so the day before his death, supposedly he he made out a will and so everything moved into a trust, I think. Yeah. As I understand it. So I don't know I don't know where that money is right now, you know? Yeah. And where's all the fucking footage? Indeed, where is all the footage? Because they confiscated so much footage fucking evidence from his house in new york i think yeah or florida <clears throat> like discs stacked to the ceiling of fucking video you know yeah uh where is this shit who's on it what's being done what's not being done you know those yeah. are the questions i have and i think there's a lot of power on those discs you know yeah and we might never fucking know yeah i, I don't know that we're ever really going to truly know i mean like you saw that they uh they're trying to get uh prince andrew yeah like for questioning right yep yeah and you know what i said what's that and you know the article i sent you after that i said now we're gonna see quote the palace flex its muscle you know and what what happened the palace flexed its muscle and said he's not he's not gonna do that yeah he's not gonna answer the fbi's questions in any way so i guess we'll see (laughs) yeah if uh I don't think he'll ever come back to the U.S. because if anybody finds out about it, he's going to be detained immediately, you know? Hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. Who knows? Who knows? Let's see. Can you handle this news? Almost a dozen earthquakes recorded in clusters near Yellowstone Park in just 24 hours. All right. Yay. (laughs) Yeah. I, I know a lot of people had the eruption of Yellowstone on their apocalypse bingo cards. Yes. 
So, you know, I don't know. I, I, I hope you're wrong. <laughs> yeah, we haven't even covered this in a long time. No. Okay, so an area near Yellowstone National Park has been struck by nearly a dozen earthquakes on Friday, according to the U.S. Geological Survey. West Yellowstone in Montana reported around 11 earthquakes on Friday, with the strongest one measuring a magnitude of 3.1. That's not really that bad. No. Um, the area has been hit by an additional 34 quakes in the past month. That's the scary part. Yeah. Um, but how many quakes does it usually get? Okay, uh, so in 1985, when... Uh, more than 3,000 earthquakes were recorded in three months on the northwest side of the park. Okay. So maybe this is just fear porn? Possibly. I mean... It's at, getting at the this, clicks. It's probably getting yeah. the clicks. I mean, at this point, you know, everybody's just wondering what the next thing is going to be. Yeah, man. Everybody's... Yeah. Dude, let me tell you something. Fucking Dio Gabi almost woke up from a bad dream and pulled a gun out of his nightstand whoa what that is the god's honest truth there is wow. there you know <laughs> you know there, there's some dangers in doing a podcast one especially about you know doom and conspiracy because you know it takes a lot of research i know it doesn't show but to put <laughs> together a show every week i gotta do a lot of reading you know yeah and it is a you know especially in these times it's uh it's what i do every night stay up till yeah. three in the morning because i don't have a job uh stay up till three in the morning reading fucking shit about what's going on in the world you know especially yeah. in in my own country yeah uh so i had a bad dream i dreamt that there were there were uh men's voices whispering in the living room uh so i, I told jess if 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 I hadn't come to my senses, she would have woke up to me screaming at the top of my lungs, get out of my house, I have a gun. And I would have had a gun. Yeah. And who, you know, things, when you're at that point, <laughs> you know, there's a lot of danger that comes with that. Yeah. So, you know, I'm a pretty rational person, I think. Uh, I woke up, I thought I heard no, uh, voices, and I had actually reached to my nightstand and opened the drawer. Yeah. And I stopped and I was like, oh shit, uh, am I dreaming right now? Um, you know, and I, I stopped and I listened. There was nothing. So I was like, okay, you know, going, going back to sleep. I'm yeah. safe, you know, but, uh, it was intense, man. Yeah. And, uh, I don't like that. And I'm probably not even close to the only one feeling like that right now. You yeah. know, times well, I mean, are really uncertain. You know? Stuff like that is specifically why I don't have a gun in my house because I know I'm going to end up shooting myself doing something stupid like that. <laughs> well, thanks for saying it's stupid, but uh, <laughs> I was just having a bad dream. Uh, no, I you know there's no I don't take Ambien or anything. There's no way I'm gonna get up. You know, and I don't want to be too too descriptive about my situation, but uh, there's no way that I would get to that point without making absolutely sure. That I was right. doing the correct thing, you know? <clears throat> anyway, super volcano, clickbait, probably. Uh, yeah. It, you know, if that thing does go off, we're fucked. Whole, you know, that's a, that's a humanity may not survive type of thing, you know? Yeah. Yep. Would make for a great movie, though. <laughs> yeah. The hell of an ending. <laughs> Come on, Rock. I know you can do this. Uh, I think I, I just thought of something like, what if I made a game where you could, uh, where you could spin a wheel to pick your disaster 
and then spin a wheel to pick your action movie star? <laughs> like, would you rather spin The Rock or spin Vin Diesel? Um, I don't know. I I think Vin, Vin Diesel makes a more entertaining movie. Gotta be honest. How? Okay, so uh, me and Ed the Plumber were talking about this. Okay. Uh, the new Fast and the new Fast and Furious movie uh-huh. is going to have John Cena instead of The Rock. Really? Yes, because Vin Diesel and The Rock do not get along with each other. Interesting. Yeah. So I think it's out of spite that John Cena was brought brought in. And dude, you know those those movies are pretty fucking silly. They're fun to Absolutely. watch. They're fun to watch, yeah. but they're silly as fuck. John Cena being on the screen with Vin Diesel takes it to a, a whole other level. Like think of the memes though. Oh man. Yeah. I'm always gonna I'm always gonna be up for Dwayne the Rock Johnson <laughs> rather than uh oh, fucking thumbhead. Thumbhead. <laughs> thumbhead John Cena. I wouldn't say yeah. that to his face, obviously, but come on. Yeah. Uh, what else we got? Ah, okay, a fun oh. story. Oh, yeah. California man allegedly caught... No, 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 sir. That is... Ten, that is, uh... Oh. That is the fucking anchor of the <laughs> new section. We're talking Ebola. Oh. Four dead after new outbreak in Congo. This was uh, June 1st. I wonder, I wonder what's going on right now. Yeah, we uh, haven't heard anything about that yet. I don't know. Uh, We're not going to find out anything until like three months from now, whenever it gets here. Yeah. <laughs> Ebola is fucking scary. That is an yep. evil, evil, evil disease. <laughs> Gesundheit. Um, let's see. Four people have died from Ebola in a new outbreak in the Democratic Republic of Congo. The country's health ministry confirmed on Monday. Uh, is it? Is it the Congo that usually has Ebola breakouts? It seems like it. But I, I know Ebola is has like torn through parts of Africa, but yeah. I don't know what I, I I don't know specifically. Yeah, it's crazy, man. Uh yeah, so we've got a new Ebola breakout, four deaths so far. Um, you know, they're telling people to wash their hands and you know, don't shake hands, don't touch ill or dead people who have a fever or bleeding. Um Yeah, Ebola turns your organs to liquid. Just like liquid shit. It's yeah. crazy. And you just shit your organs out. It's, it's insane. Pretty terrible. Uh, the governor of the Equator province, Bobo Boloco Balumbu, also confirmed the deaths on local radio. Uh, he said, quote, the laboratory has given us the information that all the deaths analyzed since the 18th of May are the consequences of Ebola virus. Uh, however, for precisions, the sample have been sent to INRB for quality control. I ask the population to be calm and continue to respect hygiene measures. Uh, regularly, regularly wash your hands with soap. Don't uh, say greet with your hands. Don't touch ill or dead people who have a fever or bleeding. Yet. Yeah, dude, can you imagine instead of coronavirus, which is, you know, something you, that we could absolutely deal with, we were instead, you know, dealing with something like this. Yeah. Which is fucking terrifying. Well, I mean, there was an Ebola outbreak. Uh, was it 2014? Uh, I think it was. For some reason, I think it was earlier than that. Like the yeah, early, that, early 2000s. Yeah. Um, but the point is that we, you know, used to have a team of people in place <laughs> that would research these things and yeah. prevent them from getting here. And we don't have that anymore because of, you know, the glorious leader. Uh, the orange one. Yeah. 
the savior of all United States kind. Oh yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's fucking scary. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think there were there were measures taking place. You know, Africa is such a a wild country, and it's really hard for those diseases to get over here because there there's not a lot of uh, easy migration from Africa to like Europe or America, you know? So it's kind of isolated somewhat. Yeah. At this point, I don't trust any of that shit anymore. I just assume it's coming. (laughs) Well, no, I mean, I'm saying like, you know, people there, there are a lot of African uh, people in the U S but we don't do a lot of business with them. So we're not like importing a lot of stuff or, or, you know, large amounts of people over here. So I don't know. I think, I think Ebola has shown up in the U S yeah, but in like really small amounts. I really want to stop saying like because it's bothering me. Uh, <laughs> let's do the last story, man. Let's wrap it up. Uh, California man allegedly caught eating ninety-year-old grandmother's body. Yay! Good for this guy. Never, <laughs> never let a meal go to waste. Uh, Richmond, California, a thirty-seven-year-old Northern California man was arrested on suspicion of killing his ninety-year-old grandmother and trying to eat her body Monday afternoon. Uh, Richmond officers responded to a nine-one-one call of a man standing over a woman's body, allegedly found thirty-seven-year-old Dwayne Wallach in the act of eating his grandmother. That is horrifying. Ugh. I wonder, God. What, I wonder what part of her he was gnawing on. I don't know. Uh, officers confronted Wallach inside the club court home he shared with his grandmother, located in a quiet residential neighborhood of the city. When officers encountered the home, Wallach was, quote, digging in her flesh, Ugh. according to Bay City News report. Uh, Wallach allegedly ignored orders to stop, and officers had to use a stun gun to subdue and arrest him. There is no official cause of death yet for Ruby Wallach. Uh, Dwayne Wallach was taken to a hospital for treatment of unspecified injuries. Police said, beat the shit out of him. (laughs) Police said the motive is not yet known and the possible role drugs may have played in the gruesome incident is still under investigation. Wallach will be booked pending his release from the hospital. Wow. Uh, You know, (laughs) normally... (laughs) Uh, I would think this story would be coming out of Florida. Yeah, um, I, was, I was kind of surprised. This is this is very Florida. Yeah, there's got to be a Florida. If I was writing the story and I yeah. wanted to just get the clicks, I'd say you know you just make it Florida man instead of California man. I, I would have called him uh, Alligator Man. <laughs> <laughs> Gator Man allegedly caught eating ninety year old grandmother's body. God. <sighs> well, you know, there's there's stories about this happening. Uh, and they're usually romantic. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> How'd this lady die? How did she die? What happened? I gotta yeah. know. I got to know. I want to know <laughs> what evidence they found. How did this guy live his life? What job did he have? What do people think of him? You know? I want to know how the people saw this guy standing over his grandmother's body and called the police. Yes. Like, very good question. We should become fucking either privatized or news reporters. Maybe both. Oh, God. Maybe a team. Uh, <laughs> I'll take. I'll, t- I'll, t- I'll take private dick. Uh, Damn right you will. <laughs> I don't know, dude. Scary, scary shit. Maybe he had yep. that. Uh, uh, what is that? Uh, the disease you get from cat shit. Uh, 
shit. Uh, what's it called? Anyway, uh, yeah, it drives me nuts. Yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah. How about uh, we got friend questions? Uh, yeah, I've got one. And good, save them after murder and mayhem. Here okay. We go. Okay, uh, murder and mayhem. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so like, I guess like rather than do kind of what I normally do, like with murder and mayhem this week, uh, I decided just to kind of talk about what it was that I saw when I was out, kind of protesting this this past Monday. I guess it was. Uh, so yeah, I I, I got off work kind of late and I tried to go to the George Floyd protest uh, that was going on downtown in Houston. And uh, that's was, part of why we didn't we didn't have a show last week because yeah, kind of had to move things around and things got fucky. <laughs> yeah, we, we kind of got to talking about it. Like, you know, I I don't know. I feel like, you know, on this show, like we talk about like a lot of kind of anti-authoritarian, you know, could have fucked the government shit, you know. And I don't know. I, I feel like kind of when presented with the opportunity to actually do something, you know, yeah, I feel like I felt like I had a responsibility to show up for all that. So I did. Not as a white and, person, but just a regular old human being. Well, just as a person that like gives a shit about other people and like kind of yeah. cares about the direction things are going and, you know, not being... Yeah particularly pleased with all that so uh can i ask a question sure. um <laughs> gabe dieter here first time caller uh <laughs> what 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 did the role of the media giving information uh played a part in in your decision to go uh i guess not really any i mean i i, w- I wasn't really thinking about you know kind of the media or whatever i just saw that you know that people you know that are in my social group through you know just you know people that i know and people in social media and whatever yeah were actually kind of getting their shit together and they were really going to go do show up for something you know yeah. and you know that that's kind of like why i made the decision to go i was like okay well it seems like there is actual momentum with this you know and it it might be valuable to show up to this you know so, so the reason the reason i ask that is because okay. the media has been very dedicated to showing that these uh peaceful protests turn into violent protests and riots and looting Mm -hmm. and police enforcement uh right and i was just wondering if that played a part in in your decision or if you just said oh no i like i mean i wasn't like showing up to riot no i know that yeah uh, i think anybody that listens to the show understands that yeah i just was Um, wondering because you know being a student of you know media i i don't even know if that makes sense but um seeing what they're showing on uh tv or youtube or just just coverage in general Mm -hmm. they're saying that cops are cracking heads on peaceful protests and that that, yeah well i'm gonna get to that okay Okay. i'm gonna let you all right so yeah go for it this is your segment i I just wanted to ask that question okay so like on like one of the big things that really kind of got underneath my skin and just really stuck a bug up my ass about you know the way this is being handled particularly in houston was friend of the show art acevedo you know who Mm, i don't know that's correct bro (laughs) oh no i I thought we agreed that we were using the term friend of the show as you know this person's an asshole (laughs) no no absolutely not (laughs) okay absolutely not Friend of the show, Stimpy Jones. Friend of the show, Chris Steiniger. 
Okay. No, no well, there, way. There are Friend exceptions. of the show, Tom. This, this, is a, this is a term that we use ironically sometimes for some people. <laughs> Never have I used it ironic. I've used it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, maybe this is just a me thing. I don't know. But anyway, like he there's there's like this recorded rant that he had where he was like talking to like a group of uh like African American protesters. Yeah. And he was saying he was talking about keeping the protest peaceful or whatever. Yeah. And he was saying, you know, that it was a bunch of white boys on skateboards starting shit down here. Yes. And that just really stuck in my craw for days. <laughs> just like it, it just it, like he was going out of his way to be divisive and you know he profiled a uh, to, to, he profiled a, a group of a people he, pro- he profiled a group of people that you know probably wouldn't even have even been there had the skate parks even been open you know like, yeah so yeah it just it just it stuck in my it just got under my skin that like you know i was being profiled so i felt like you know okay well fuck you i'm gonna show up so um i went to i went downtown and initially i couldn't get downtown because there were sixty thousand people at the, the start of the protest like uh yeah. you know they, they marched from uh you know the georgia brown convention center like discovery green and all that like down to the city hall and there were just like thousands upon thousands of people and you know everybody saw the media footage of like you know the black dudes on horses like the the urban trail rider association or whatever that was all really cool and you know everybody was really peaceful it was like you know good vibes and i was like okay cool this is gonna be really like a good positive thing to go to yeah so i could like whenever i tried to go there initially i couldn't even get downtown it just was not happening so i came back to the house and i was like okay well i'm gonna park my car and because i live about three miles from downtown and i was gonna park my car and take my bike so I yeah I was, okay okay so uh yeah I was got an amber alert we're using my phone right so right deal okay. with it <laughs> so I was gonna take my bike but I had uh some tire damage so I, I wasn't able to ride my bike I, I got a lot of block down the street and I realized okay this isn't gonna work out so I waited a little while I ate some food and you know uh decided okay I'm gonna try to drive down there again and whenever I drove down there it was a lot easier to get you know parking anyway but I noticed as I was driving in that the streets were like a maze was being built with barriers yeah by like who? they made it very difficult to get in and out of downtown like i couldn't take just like the main drag you know allen parkway straight into downtown right. that was blocked off you know you couldn't get on the freeway and it was just it was very obvious that traffic was being directed a certain way yeah so as to ensure you know a certain amount of control of the flow of it yeah so i got downtown and i had to park you know several blocks away and i got on my skateboard because you know it's pretty far where i was going and I'm, I skate down. I skate down to City Hall or whatever, and there there were probably about 200 people down there. And I was like still like down there at this point, mm-hmm. and about as many police officers, like just you know fully geared up in riot gear, ready to go. You know, it was clear that you know their intention was not necessarily to keep this peaceful, but to keep you know order. <laughs> yeah. So you know, I'm, I'm down there for a little while, and you know, people are holding signs, people are chanting, kind of doing their thing. 200 getting, people. About 200 people. Yeah. From the sixty thousand, yeah, it's like it's it's really dwindled down at this point. Like this, because the official protest ended. Like the family went home at like, <clears throat> well, the family of George Floyd went home around five thirty six o'clock. Okay. So at that t- at that point, the crowd had dispersed, and the people that were remaining were like, you know, there was a lot of young kids, you know, yeah. and they looked scared, you know, because I, I guess you know they just, I guess they maybe maybe never anticipated having to do this, you know. Yeah. And and the cops were intimidating and. You know, I, I felt like a couple of them were kind of like, I don't know. Chomping at the bit to kick your ass? Yeah, specifically. Yeah. You know, because, I mean, you know, like I said, I skateboarded there. And I skated on this entire block. And the whole block is brick. So these guys saw me coming from like 200 yards away. Yeah. And 
like you know people were chanting and stuff but you could really hear the sound of my wheels kind of cutting across the brick you know so <laughs> i was i was very much making an entrance you know? okay and you know i stopped and i you know kind of hung out did some chanting whatever you know very it was still peaceful at this point but you could tell those cops wanted to go home yeah. you know so you, you could feel kind of in the air that shit was about to pop off or whatever and you know like i was i hung out for about 45 minutes maybe an hour and then i got in my car and i started you know trying to get my way out of downtown which as i'm trying to leave has gotten much more difficult to navigate you know they've they've barricaded off more stuff they very much routed the traffic certain ways mm-hmm. and it was obvious what they were doing like they were they're clearly making it difficult to get away at this point yeah and so i'm cutting through all these side streets just trying to figure out a way around it's not really happening until finally i accidentally stumbled across gray street which runs into my neighborhood if you once you get out of ta- downtown but the problem is i couldn't get across gray street because there was a line of about 25 police cruisers hmm. and about a block over there was like another pro- like protest which apparently I, I i've been trying to piece this together just by other people that were there and like stuff that i found on social media and stuff and apparently there was another group that was at discovery green that got routed around downtown some way hmm. like the cops kind of pushed them to move them a certain way so that they weren't a part of this other big protest oh okay and the rumor is in that group that someone threw a, a tear gas grenade someone like a cop well or? it's being alleged that it was a protester but i don't know where these people would get tear gas from yeah that's kind of weird it's weird it's shady and the thing is whenever i was there in the group you know with everybody else at city hall i noticed one or two people that seemed out of place like there were there were like it was mostly young kids there were like a lot of cru- like a couple of crusties there you know like older crust punks that are just those guys make me nervous anyway yeah you know i i, I don't i don't trust them in that environment because they're looking to start shit they're trying to steal your weed <laughs> i mean i don't know it's just like you know these, these are people that are you know Fring- i don't know I, fringe <laughs> yeah i mean like i don't know i i just i i i have a general distrust for butt anarchists flaps. yeah butt yeah. flaps and a peaceful protest you know what i mean yeah like these are people that are looking to throw bottles and then there were like one or two people that like were dressed kind of crusty but their haircuts were kind of straight world <laughs> like yeah so i don't know it, it, they it arrested like, a guy and took his clothes <laughs> it it, it didn't feel right you know and i mean that's a big part of why i left because it it felt like shit was going wrong and i didn't like a couple of the people milling about so anyway as i'm trying to leave you know they see all these police cruisers lined up on travis street then a block over there's this other group of protesters that are like marching and then i kind of realized oh wait all this stuff that's being moved around to block and direct this traffic is to get these people to downtown where i was at where there were other barriers that were erected they were basically built, putting these people into a cage yeah yeah i mean this is like the whole kettling thing that they talk about where they direct everybody into one little area and then beat the shit out of them well they were <laughs> trying to route the peaceful pro another peaceful protest into an area where probably stacks of bricks are and people yeah. that you know that's another thing see like uh that monday morning like uh I, i'd taken the day off and i got up really early and i was I, I just wanted to go downtown and see kind of what was going on or whatever and i saw like right by city hall where they were already like erecting the barricades and stuff like that but i saw some bricks too these these this, these piles of bricks that are supposedly appearing all over the place i saw a couple of pallets man did you see any old police cruisers parked not old ones no but next I to the bricks there were a lot of police cruisers downtown at time at the time, so I don't know. But I no one can really tell us where these bricks are coming from. That's that's really shady and weird. Yeah. But but they're popping up everywhere and all the protests. Well, I have I have there. This is a widespread enough tactic that I'm sure 
somebody is going to catch footage of those bricks being delivered. I mean, there have been a couple of videos that have popped up, but they're kind of inconclusive. They're a little bit shady. I'd look, like, into, like, I'd look into Acme, man. Those guys are always up to no good. <laughs> Big brick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's they, they're coming from somewhere. Uh, earlier in the week, some video footage was found by me. Uh, somebody had distributed a video from like a second story window. Oh, that of, was the one that I sent you from the Boston Police Department. Yes, of, yeah. of cops in a looking so <clears throat> actually sent this to rod quinn because he was talking about the the bricks and stuff yeah and i was i was looking at the footage i looked at it for about you know maybe four or five times and those cops looked like they were investigating they didn't look like they were unloading bricks to plant somewhere that's that would be high First, that'd be highly efficient, inefficient way to deliver a pallet of bricks, you know? Yeah. Loose in the back of a truck. It looked like they they found the bricks and loaded that truck. There's several, several different scenarios that I'm thinking of. Either they're dirty and they're planting bricks, which I don't think that. Either, and they found a pallet of bricks, loaded it in the back of a truck, and they're, you know, moving it to a, another location like... Uh, the back of a police station or something like that. Yeah. Which I think is more likely. But, and this is like conspiracy for me because I'm thinking of those people that are filming those cops and that truck does not look like a police truck. Mm -hmm. It just had, it's a black truck with numbers, white numbers on the top of it. Right. That's the only mark that says that could even be a police truck, you know? Mm -hmm. But to me, it doesn't look like it. Um, so, well, supposedly, I, so supposedly I'm imagining can... these pe these people calling the cops and say there's a suspicious truck full of bricks, you know, or, you know, they could say anything. It's full yeah. of knives, full of fucking Molotov cocktails, you know, and, and these cops have to go investigate it, which it looks like they're investigating, and they pull the thing off and find a bunch of bricks, so they're taking the bricks out and looking at them. They're not doing anything, you know? Yeah. So it just looks fishy. It looks staged. That yeah. video, you know. Uh, yeah, that's true. I don't know. I don't know who's leaving the bricks. I can't say. Uh -huh. I, I mean, well, supposedly in Houston, the uh, the public works department picked them all up. Like, yeah, they, bricks they, are they, fucking they... valuable, man. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I saw. Uh, I think it was a Hard Times article or something where like uh, the headline was talking about how somebody like staged a protest. Like, like they, they put out a social media invite for like a protest on their front yard. So somebody would leave them a pallet of bricks. So they could build a barbecue pit. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> no shit. Yeah. If I saw a pallet of bricks, I'm loading up the element, you know? Yeah. I'm not, I'm not leaving those. That'd probably be theft. Uh, yeah. Trying to some, make that pizza oven. Yeah. Sometimes I tell <laughs> Jess, uh, I'm, I'm going to go steal construction garbage <laughs> to build <laughs> something in the backyard. Adept. Nice. Uh, so yeah, it's a big mystery, man. I don't know. Yeah. Did you see the uh, Antifa guy that was uh, busting bricks with a hammer, and then all the protesters like kind of grabbed him? And the <laughs> I don't know if it was the the skate kid or not, but somebody was like, "Kill him! Kill him!" <laughs> <laughs> but they didn't. They uh they they grabbed him and like basically yeah. threw him threw him to some cops. Right now, was that Antifa guy a cop? Tough to say. I mean, honestly, there there were people there who seemed out of place that were dressed in certain ways that you know. I think I don't know. I don't know, man. That 
I think that there is a all of these cases around the country are so similar to each other that whoa, what was that? Sneeze. Oh, I thought a bookcase fell on you. <laughs> okay, there's a sneeze. There you go. Uh, they're so similar that it seems like a widespread tactic. Yeah. You know? Um, but whose tactic? I can't say. I don't know if it's it's cops. Intel Pro. That's that's another possibility. It's legit, legitimately another possibility. Yeah, man, they did it in the sixties. They it's did. Provable. They did. You can, you can get the records. Yeah, but all over the country, that would take a lot of resources. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, if there was about to be a violent insurrection of the United States, <laughs> that's true. That is very true. All right, dude. Yeah. You got anything else for that? Because uh, we're basically no, going to keep talking about it. Yeah, that, that, that's kind of about it, I guess. Uh, yeah, I guess just if you go out there, you know, keep an eye out, man, because they have a plan for you. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah, and there was one judge that blocked uh, just releasing all those people. Yeah. So he's going to be in deep shit yep. sooner or later, hopefully, if there's any justice in the world. Uh, Is there? I don't, know. I don't know. We'll find out. Um, friend questions. Yeah. Ready? You got anything, dude? Okay, uh, let's see. Mike War has asked, if vampires are the next apocalypse, will they be like the ones from Interview with the Vampire or more like from Dusk Till Dawn? What? <laughs> Do I need to read it again? Yeah, I'm sorry. I... Okay. If vampires are the next apocalypse, oh, gotcha, they, gotcha. Will they be like the ones from Interview with the Vampire or more like from Dusk Till Dawn? Uh, I hope Interview with the Vampire because there they were more just animals part of the food chain. Yeah. Dust till dawn. Those are some fucking hairy motherfuckers, you know? They're they're, they're probably going to fucking blitz the world from Yeah. I mean, if I had to make a guess, like judging by the current state of things and just how we haven't really been able to predict the apocalypse, I imagine they're probably going to be more like 30 days from night uh 30 days of night. Mm, yeah. <laughs> just complete savages that instantly murder you and destroy you. Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, uh what was that one? Oh, Jesus. The one with Bill Paxton? Uh near dark? Yeah, near dark. Yeah. Near dark could just be fucking people. They didn't even have sharp teeth. They just wanted to fucking drink people's blood. Yeah. And burned in the sun. Uh-oh. What's that? Uh-oh. Uh I don't know why my laptop just shut off. We're gonna pause for a second. That was weird. It's yeah. almost as if the NSA shut my computer down. Well, you know what's weird is, uh, you know, I have all of my privacy stuff, you know, pretty well set on my phone. Yeah. And oh, after yeah. I after I went downtown to the protest, it's pretty weird. All of my Google's uh, location tracking was suddenly on. Yeah, that's. Uh, I'd be worried, man. Yeah, I'm worried. I'm I'm looking into like other options. Who's gonna for, come uh, get you at night? You know, when nobody's uh, nobody's around to see. I don't know, man. It's it's pretty weird. I was I don't know. It's it's freaking me out. So, dude, yeah. are, are we prisoners right now? <laughs> Tough to say. It's a prison planet. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's, okay. Huh? You got, let's let's do another friend question. <laughs> you got one? Uh, do you, you got another one? Uh, yeah. I'll, I'll do. I'll go. Uh, Leslie asks, uh, and this is of Umbrella Man, which we're gonna get to. Uh, yeah. Why would a cop call? so much attention to himself and not just dress like every other guy to look like he's antifa i'm asking for real because i don't get it uh he's just doing it like some kind of psycho well i think 
I think he was trying not to get photographed. Yeah. That's yeah. what I mean with the umbrella and the mask. I think he was trying not to reveal his identity. Yes. And we're going to get into that. I mean, that's, that's the most obvious thing I can think of. I mean, he's like the only guy that was geared up the same way that like the Chinese do whenever they go do their shit, you know? Yeah, that's true. And I don't think, uh, I think there are cops dressed up like Antifa. There's like absolutely no doubt in my mind. Oh, I'm certain of that it. that exists. Um, I think this guy is just kind of a one-off guy, you know? Yeah. I don't think that, uh, I don't think he's part of a battalion of people that dress like that, you know? No. Um, but we'll get into it. Uh, that's all the friend questions I have. You got any more? Yeah, I got one more. Uh, this is from Jeremy Cowan and Jeremy asks, friend of the show, Jeremy Cowan. (laughs) Not in the asshole way. No, (laughs) the traditional way that we've always used. (laughs) Was humanity and, and the earth better off? Oh. Hang on. Okay. Okay. Uh, Jeremy Cowan asks, was humanity and Earth uh, better off as more primitive agrarian societies? You mean human beings? Yeah. <sighs> I mean, we've always had problems. Yeah. <laughs> There's, you know, primitive people thought people that were different from them were witches and they got burned, you know? Yeah. Uh, so I wouldn't say that there was any point in human history where everything was cool. We're even better off, you know? Yeah. Uh, kids died young sometimes. Um, you know, I, I know it seems bad, but uh, I think we're we're better off now. Until nuclear war. Yeah. <laughs> Which, I mean, does that even seem scary anymore at this point? Uh, I mean... I feel like... I feel like nuclear war is so passe. Nuclear war slash meteors, you know? I don't want humanity to completely yeah. end along with everything else, you know? Uh, but that's just me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we ready for some tinfoil tirade? Sure. Okay. UFOs! Sneer things! Crazy unexplained shit! It's tinfoil tirade! Okay, so there's no ghosts or UFOs. What are you doing, Brennan? What? I see you doing something on our... Uh... Oh, I was just highlighting the things. Okay, I was scared. Um, yeah, this has nothing to do with Supernatural. I'm keeping it conspiracy uh, for this one. Um, so the topic's Umbrella Man. I mean, that's what he's being known as. Yeah. The, uh, the St. Paul Police Department uh, officer. Yeah. Um, who's been identified as Jacob Peterson. Mm-hmm. Um, identified by his ex-girlfriend, right? Uh, by people that knew him, that know him. Yeah. Um, you know, apparently he has an alibi <laughs> given by his fellow police officers. So Yeah, so I'm not, I'm not buying it. Uh, so I just wanted to give out the definition of an agent provocateur. It's, uh, it's actually French for inciting agent. Um, it's a person who commits or who acts to entice another person to commit an illegal or rash act or falsely implicate them partaking in an illegal act so as to ruin the reputation or entice legal action against the target or group they belong to. An agent provocateur may be a member of law enforcement agency acting out of their own sense of duty or under orders or other entity. Uh, They may target any group such as a peaceful protest or demonstration, a union, a political party, or a company. Uh, That's the definition. Yeah. And that pretty much spells out Jacob Peterson. Um, He was there to smash windows and begin the chaos, you know? 
Right. And we've seen that. You know, I would really love to go back to the Rodney King riots and mm-hmm. see, not personally, but I want to know if that was kicked off by agent provocateurs. That wouldn't surprise me. It wouldn't surprise me, but I would like to know. Because, yeah. you know, you look at Martin Luther King, he was all about peaceful protest. Mm-hmm. Uh, those His his group of, uh, you know, whenever they marched, whenever he was at the head of a march, that they would kind of look after themselves, you know? And right. uh, I, I think there was less of an opportunity for an agent provocateur to do anything crazy. Plus, I don't think there were a lot of black uh, people that could blend in with that crowd, you know? Right. I mean, I, I don't think there were a lot of black people willing to sabotage what was going on. You know, that's right. why the FBI had to resort to uh, assassinating, you know? Yeah. Um, it's just really weird when you think about this because, you know, usually it's a state agent that is trying to incite violence on someone, you know? Yeah. It's almost and, as though they have like a vested interest in people's oppression. <laughs> well, to me, it's really un-American. Like, absolutely. Well, it's against the the First Amendment, uh, and I really, I don't know what type of person would want to do that other than a white supremacist. Yeah. Because I mean, a sense of duty. You would really have to be brainwashed into thinking the state was absolutely perfect and everything it did for you to buy into basically having people attack. You know, yeah, it's just so weird. Mm-hmm. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we were talking. Uh, we were talking with that friend. Question: uh, That umbrella would cut out so many angles of uh, security footage. You yeah, know? like most security cameras, you know, they're staged, you know, eight to ten feet off the ground at an angle looking down. Yeah, I mean, what's more perfect to you know, cover your face than an umbrella? Yeah. You know? Plus, he had on a face mask with yeah, whatever. He had a gas uh, mask, a hoodie. Yeah. You know, he. He did not want to be seen. No, but that's definitely Jacob Peterson. Yeah. Side by side, there's yeah, we, no doubt in my mind that that's that guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, whenever you look at the photo, it's it's very obvious, like, in his eyes, like, that's that dude. And I think if anyone high up enough were to look into this, that guy might end up dead. Yeah. Because whoever put him up to it wouldn't want to be exposed. Right. Who is it, man? The same The same people are probably planting bricks and yeah. are probably dressed up as Antifa and yeah. or peaceful protester covering his face with a corona mask. And also finding those prison guards to go down and bust riots. <laughs> yeah. Are those prison guards? Yeah, sure? I think that it was discovered that those people were prison guards. Uh the the guys in black that wouldn't identify themselves or I think I think it ended up being tracked down that they were prison guards like right. Some of those dudes are huge. I don't know how you feed a body that big on minimum wage. I don't know, man. I don't know either. Uh, Mac and cheese goes far. Yeah, that's true. I think that's it for the show, man. I think so, too. My voice is going out, and uh, I'm ready to relax. Yeah, me too. Hey, but on the other hand, uh, some good news. I took some uh, job qualification tests, and uh, I am ready to rock as a graphic designer. Uh, (laughs) After 20 years of experience, Indeed gave me the, the check marks that I need. To say I can uh, I can handle the responsibility of uh, graphic design, social media, any kind of marketing. So thank oh, good. God. Thank th- thank you indeed. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> tonight's podcast was brought to you by the again <laughs> with the LoneStarButtons.com. If you want to promote anything you got going on, 
uh, business, an event, promote yourself. Make a button with your face on it and your name that says, hey, I'm okay. Uh, <laughs> he'll make whatever you need. Buttons, bottle openers, mirrors, and magnets. You can email info at LoneStarButtons.com or you can call the owner, Adam Stimpy Jones, at 281. Maybe we should say, <laughs> I just tell them to call Adam Stimpy Jones. What does that mean? It's a guy. It's the owner. His name's Adam Jones, a.k.a. Stimpy. He's been on the show before. Check him out. He's a good uh, man. He's a great guy. Call him at 281-798-1996. Use the coupon code, I want to suck on your hairy tits, and get some buttons thrown in for free. We're also brought to you by Jessica Dieter, agent of insurance. Do you need to protect your assets? Insurance is a great way to do it. On paper. Uh, <laughs> Jess is licensed in Texas, so if you live in Texas, any part of Texas, give her a call at 281 607 5263 she'll shop coverage she'll find a good policy at a great price give her a call uh we're also brought to you by destro's treasure uh destro's treasure is an etsy shop uh look them up get a gift for you for yourself or your loved ones treat yourself www.etsy.com slash shop slash destro's treasure that's d-e-s-t-r-o-s treasure uh there are jewelry zines coasters and just a bunch of stuff that's pretty weird and would make a great gift yep in buying it you're supporting my cocaine habit uh so do that um probably shouldn't have said that uh (laughs) thank you to mockingbird network uh if you want to take part in the show email rotwpodcast at gmail.com you can get there and to all our social medias through revengeoftheworld.com uh Brennan, you got anything else no I'm, I'm i'm good you good i'm good all right that's the show gently go fuck someone In Harvey's brains out with my. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>